Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And uh, we had been praying, I don't know, probably because I didn't just look at my watch to see. A lot of times I do, but this is one time I didn't. I'd say we'd been praying 40, 45 minutes. And uh, some other things had happened, all right, but I heard a voice in the English language say, come up hither. Now, I didn't open my eyes. I didn't lift up my head. I just kept on praying in other tongues. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week, we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, My Life and Ministry. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. The Lord appeared to me in the first vision, 1950. And then over a period there of several years, he appeared to me about uh, eight times altogether. Divinely granted appearances. Now in 1950, we were conducting a meeting. I refer to this quite frequently, but I'm going into more detail. You know, I, some folks that come regular, I said someday I am going into more detail about this. In September the 3rd, 1950, in a tent meeting in Rockwall, Texas. Now that's 25 miles from Dallas, Texas. And so I was conducting a small tent meeting. A full gospel church there had invited me to come. They had leased a tent or rented a tent themselves, put it up, invited me to come to be their guest speaker. And so uh, I, I was there for two weeks. We had services every night, you know, including Saturday night. And this is a Saturday night of the second week. And... Uh, it had rained all day that day, all day Saturday, just, you know, not just a great downpour, but just a gentle rain, 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 rain. And that's in the Blackland of north central Texas. If you know anything about Blackland, they'll tell you this, if you'll stay with it when it's dry, it'll stay with you when it's wet. <laughs> because, brother, it's, 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 it's muddy and gummy, you know. And you see, you've got to realize then, now, of course, all that area has grown. Rockwall's grown considerably, you see. But in those days, 1950, you see, it's still just a country town. It's, it's the county seat of Rockwall County. And, and most of your congregation are farmers or country people. They're out on country roads, and when it rains like that, you just don't get out. That's all there is to it. You know, you, unless you're on a white rock road or gravel road, it's just very difficult to get out. Now, we've been having the tent full. It wasn't a large tent, only 40 by 60 every night. Uh, some nights, uh, more of an overflow, but what we'd say, comfortably full every night. But it rained all day long, never let up, just kept raining right at church time, and rained right on through church. Never stopped, all day. And uh, many, not many people showed up for the service. They couldn't get out, many of them. And... Uh, we only had, I sat on the platform and counted them, counting me the speaker. My wife, I don't think, went that night. Uh, they were 40 of us. 40 of us. That's how many were there. You know, just huddled right down the front here. So I looked around. They were all Christians. This is a revival meeting, but there's no use preaching evangelistic sermon to Christians. They're all already saved. So I gave a little Bible study lesson. Closed out by saying, Let's, knowing that we were all Christians, let's just come around the altar and pray. 
Now you see it rained and, 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 and the rain run down the tent, but they had dug a trench around it, sort of run the water around it, but it overflowed that trench during the service and run down through there, you see. But it was dry here around the, actually they had a, they had a rug on the ground and had an altar bench there. And these 40 people could adequately get around that. And so I said, it's dry here on this rug. Come and kneel here. And let's just close out with a time of prayer. All of us praying together. So everyone, I looked across the crowd. No one's, uh, you know, sitting or in their chair. Everybody's down here around the altar. And so I looked around to find a dry spot. And I couldn't see any. All the dry spots are already taken. So I decided it would be to my advantage to stay on the platform. I know it's dry up there. So I just took a folding chair like this, or similar to this, a folding chair, and, and, and set it beside the pulpit on the left-hand side of the pulpit like that, and knelt down here, you see, and began to pray with them. We all lifted our voice together in prayer. And uh, some of us began to pray in the Spirit. That means pray with other tongues. And uh, we had been praying, I don't know, probably because I didn't just look at my watch to see. A lot of times I do. But this is one time I didn't. I'd say we'd been praying 40, 45 minutes. And uh, some other things had happened, all right. But I heard a voice in the English language say, come up hither. Now, I didn't open my eyes. I didn't lift up my head. I just kept on praying in other tongues. Now, in a few moments, I heard again a man's voice, a male voice. To me, just as real as any man's voice I ever heard in my life, in the, in the natural. Say, come up hither. The thought flashed across my mind that there was uh, some young man standing up on hill. You see, uh, this tent was setting just about a, a block off of the the courthouse square, you know. All the buildings in that, at that time, now they've got some shopping centers now now because uh, that thing's grown a hundredfold today. There's, there's no telling how many thousands of people are there today where then there were just a few hundred people, uh, perhaps 2,500 or 2,000 people there. And all the buildings, you know, businesses, the courthouse square sits out in the middle, you know, and all the businesses around, you see. And uh, there wasn't any buildings this way, you see. I mean, this block, to the east, southeast corner. There's a hill there, and I don't know, for the gravel or the sand or whatever it was, they had, uh, had uh, cut it out. And right where this tent was, it's just as level as this floor, you see. But you can see the back of these, you know, commercial buildings up there, businesses. And this hill, you know, there's, there's a half a block there, you see, that was empty. And the top of that hill was higher than the top of the tent. Now the street, you see, came down the hill, you know, at an angle all right. But this side just went up like a side of a building. They just cut it off, you know, because it moved gravel, sand or something out of here, you see. And so someone could have been standing up there and they would have been above the tent. You know, a little 40 by 60 tent. And I imagine, never did old minds look, that some young man, we are all praying out loud, you know, and he's just up there, you know, devilishly trying to disturb us, you know, hollering, come up hither! <laughs> come up hither. And I just kept on praying. And so the third time then I heard these words, a man's voice, see, a male voice in the English language saying, come up hither. 
I still didn't open my eyes. Just kept on praying. I don't like to be disturbed when I'm praying. I don't know about you. I didn't open my eyes. I just kept on praying. I thought in my mind, at the same time praying in other tongues, I thought in my mind, well, the pastor will tend to him. Other deacons, it isn't my place anyway. I'm just here as a guest. It's not my place to keep order. Amen. It's the church's responsibility. So the deacons or the ushers, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll tend to him and kept on praying. And so direct, see, I thought everybody heard it. See, that's how real it was to me. I thought everybody was hearing that voice. I come to find out later, nobody heard it but me. But I thought everybody heard it. So I kept on praying. And directly I heard the third time, come up hither, come up to the throne of God. Now that got my attention. I still didn't know that anybody was talking to me and I still thought everybody heard it. Because, you know, to me it was just as real as the voice of any man I ever heard in my life. And so this time I opened my eyes and lifted up my head to look because I knew it was coming from up above the voice, you know, and look up to see who is doing the talking and who they are talking to. Still not realizing that anybody's talking to me, I thought maybe, maybe it was then, I thought. Now the thought flashed off in my mind that there was an angel or some adversary of heaven that was talking to the pastor. I, I, I had no idea that he'd be talking to me. I mean, that is the furthest thing in my mind. I no more expected to happen what did happen than I expected to be the first man to ever land on the moon. And you know, that's the furthest in my mind of anything. And so I looked up, opened my eyes. My eyes are wide open just like they are now. And when I looked up, God allowed me, permitted me to see into the spirit realm. See, I didn't see the tent. I had my eyes wide open, but I didn't see the tent. I didn't see any tent poles. I saw standing about where the top of the tent should have been the Lord Jesus Christ. I had a sensation of going right up there and standing with him. And... Uh, he said, let us go up to the throne of God. And now we went up to the throne of God. Now, I remember that's 1950. And, and I had never flown an airplane. I, but three years later, I flew with another pastor from Kansas City to Chicago and from Chicago to Milwaukee. And I turned and said to him, you know, I had that same kind of sensation that night. See, in spirit, my spirit went up there. You know, your spirit, the man on the inside is the real man. I said, he's the real man. Went up there. I had the same sense. I could see clouds as we went by. Others, we went right through clouds. Just like he's flying through. I said to this pastor, I had the same sense. I always thought that just a, just a vision. It was a vision, but it's more. It's a divinely granted appearance. And I said, uh, I had the same sensation that night of flying through the air of going by clouds. I could see them as we went. Others, we went right through clouds. Just like we did in the airplane. And we came up to the throne of God. Now the first thing that attracted my attention was the rainbow that sets above the throne and, and then behind it. It's most beautiful. I, I don't know any words to describe it. Words are inadequate. Just absolutely inadequate. To describe it. It's, it would be to try to tell you what it looked like would be like a, if you was way up at the North Pole trying to tell an Eskimo what a tree looked like. He'd never seen one in his life. It'd be very difficult, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? And, and, but I can see it yet. 
most, most beautiful. Then there stood on either side of the throne winged creatures. They were giant, pretty tall creatures. And they, they, when we walked up, Jesus stood there and I stood to his left and, and behind him just, just slightly. When we walked up, they folded their wings. Their wings were outstretched. They folded their wings and they were saying something. I could see their mouths moving before we got there, but I couldn't hear what they said. Actually, as we got closer, you could hear, but it wasn't English they were speaking. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry by Kenneth E. Hagen. If you've been enjoying the series we featured this week, then you'll want to get the entire six CD set for your personal collection. The CD series is just $39.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this six CD set that includes special insight into the man and the ministry of Kenneth E. Hagan, told in his own words. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I want to thank all of you that are helping us to keep this program going through your monthly support as a partner with yes. the ministry. Yes. You can go to www.rhema.org slash WPC and become a partner with us. But we want to thank all of you that are helping us. Call today to get this month's special offer, My Life and Ministry, for just $39.95. Call now. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, My Life and Ministry. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.